St. Peter and Paul, the two great apostles, the pillars of the church from which the Lord took the gospel, as it says in the hymnody, to the universe. To the universe. The stars heard their preaching as they were expanding out, galaxy upon galaxy. They heard the preaching of the apostles mystically powerful throughout the universe, preaching of the apostles. Two very contrasting apostles. Uh, I was thinking today about if you were to say which one would have gone to preach to the Jews and which one to the Gentiles, you would have picked Peter to go to the Gentiles. I would. Paul was the Pharisee of Pharisees. He could have been a great preacher to the Jews. But God kind of gave them different, uh, uh, different perspectives, different ideas, put, their, put something in their hearts for the, for, for the Jew and then for, for the Gentile. Wonderful uh, conversion of both Peter, called by through his brother Andrew as a fisherman to Christ, lived with Christ those three years, uh, witnessed the great miracles of Christ, the transfiguration, uh, was taken aside by Christ, James and John, always took James, John, and Peter aside, the, the three he kept close to him. So Peter was very intimate with Christ um, in, in that very beautiful way. Um, Paul, on the other hand, was the Pharisee of Pharisees, uh, persecuted the Christian church, uh, was there holding the garments as Others were stoning Stephen, the first martyr of the church, uh, on the road uh, to Damascus. Um, Paul was struck by light, blinded, uh, taken into the city and recovered his sight and began then through uh, his intimate contact with Christ, never seeing him personally that way, flesh to flesh, but only mystically. Uh, so this, this intense kind of conversion of Paul. So we see these two really powerful conversions where life just changed, completely changed for both of them um, in, in, in that, that ultimate and powerful way. They just became radical Christian men, radicals. Everything was for Christ. Nothing was set, nothing was set, set aside for anything but that. It was all for Christ, all for the kingdom. Radical. You know, that kind of, we look at that, you know, are we ready? You know, I think we've heard a little bit in homilies recently that, and just in looking at the world, you know, maybe we're going to be very soon asked to be radical Christians if we want to stay Christian. Are we going to be asked this? Are we ready to step up and be imprisoned and lashed and, and, and given up by our own brethren. So, powerful time for us to consider these great examples. Uh, also, I think, and interestingly enough, two of them had uh, great stumblings. Uh, Peter, in all that he had done, all the beautiful things, and even in the scripture that's read, you know, only God could reveal to you that I'm the Son of God. And then at his crucifixion, 
Peter becomes the denier. He denies Christ. Not once, not twice, but three times. The denier. Paul's label before his conversion was the persecutor. In fact, when they brought him in blind, nobody wanted to talk to him (laughs) because he had the reputation of killing Christians. So the persecutor and the denier. So we see, you know, if if we ever struggle with sin and think, "Is is there a possibility that I can overcome my stuff? All we have to do is look at the two great apostles, denied Christ and were the persecutor. We don't remember either of them that way now. That's not their legacy. In fact, their legacy is that they overcame those things. There's a, there's a text in the gospel when the Lord had risen from the dead and uh, he goes to the women and he says, go to tell the apostles and Peter that I've risen from the dead. Because the Lord knew Peter's broken heart for his denial and how desperately Peter wanted to repent of that. And so we see these, this kind of this, this dynamic in life that we stumble and we fall, but we can recover. Whatever it is, whatever it might be, big or small, whatever it might be, we have the ability in Christ to recover and recover extremely well. Not just Not just get up and crawl, but get up and become powerful Christian people. This should really encourage us in regard to these are two very serious problems. The killer of Christians and deny the Lord, but both repented deeply and became powerful men, powerful Christian people. So we see then they step into their lives and exhibit intense courage. In every aspect of their preaching, in every aspect of life from then on, they were just intensely courageous, standing firm in the midst of, uh, of the struggle to preach the gospel in uh, the, the small places of the world and in the big cities of the world. So they were both very uh, courageous, and I think we need to take that virtue. Be courageous. Be courageous, not only in, in regard to stepping out uh, in, in any way we might need to, uh, to preach the gospel, but as well to be courageous in regard to facing that which you need to face. It takes great courage many times to, as both Peter and Paul did, to face their struggles, to face up to what you have to struggle with. Face it, but face it in Christ. That's why they become. That's why they became so successful in what they were, what 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 God wanted them to do is because they faced it in Christ. You know, we face our difficulties, but many times not in Christ. You know, I tell the story. You know, we always chuckle at it. You know, this lady comes to the priest and says, "I've gone to the doctor. I've gone to the psychiatrist. I've gone to this person. I've gone to that person. I've gone to this person, Father." I still have this problem. What should I do? He said, perhaps we should pray about it. And she said, oh, don't tell me it's come to that. See? We chuckle. 
But we do all those things. And then we pray. Then we pray. No, now, with courage. There's no moment now that we should not be courageous in even the little things that we face in Christ. So may God give us that, that power. Uh, and um, one other thing, you know, they had, Peter and Paul had a conflict. They didn't agree on how the gospel should be preached to the, to the Gentiles and what they should do in regard to bringing the Gentile people in. There was a conflict. But you know what they valued more than their opinion? The unity of the church. Unity. They, 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 they saw that as a greater virtue than opinion. And the, their icon, how did they appear in their icon? Kind of cheek to cheek. Unified. Not, you know, not in, we're not in total agreement with absolutely everything that had to be done and where it needed to be done. But in Christ, we're unified. We're unified. We don't, we don't split our relationship. We don't split our church because we have differing opinions. We stay unified in that, in Christ. You remember, uh, we used to, because you know, we had a lot of opinions around here many times, uh, and perhaps still do. Uh, somebody laughed over there. I knew who that was, but it's okay. <laughs> We agree to disagree. We don't agree all the time, but we agree to disagree because we don't want it to split us. We don't want it to separate us. So sometimes we can have differing opinions and still live under the same holy roof. We agree to disagree and live in unity with one another. It's a very beautiful thing to be able to do that. And we celebrate, too, their great and, and wonderful, uh, powerful examples at the end of their lives. Peter, and they both died near the same time in Rome. Peter was uh, crucified, and as they were taking him to the cross to crucify him, he says, don't crucify me the same way my Lord did. Crucify me upside down. I'm not worthy to be crucified like Christ. Not worthy. So they crucified Peter upside down. And Paul was beheaded in Rome by Nero. So we see their, their lives, uh, in a sense, end tragically, but also we see them end gloriously. For they, they did that which was asked of them. They gave their life for Christ. They gave their life for Christ. Not only lived it, but at the end gave it. May their examples be, they're such powerful examples for us, May their prayers be with us this day in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.